Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Cadaver Lab Podcast. I'm Mike. And I am Sam. We are back. That was a long weekend, man. Yeah, that was a long time. God, I've worked, what, two days in the last, <laughs> since the 23rd? Yeah. And it was just today and yesterday. Oh, oh, did you not work Monday? Are you kidding me? Oh. Yeah, I've been working. Have you? Yep. Anyway, so uh, how was your holiday? It was all right. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's, I, you know, I had a good time. It was nice to spend time with my immediate family. Oh, yeah? So, but I hate having to make it to all the extra right. fami- family stuff. Yeah, of course. That's but, I mean, it was. it was good. It was good. Take some time off, and mm-hmm. it was good. Did Our last episode was, oh, yeah, it was right before Christmas. And yeah, we got it, it out for Christmas Eve. Eve. That's right. So people that would like to hear about it could, could well, hear about we it. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Yeah. In f- and uh, I want to I just shoot out a warning to everybody. Today's episode, which is about uh, loving your junk, we're gonna we're gonna have to warn you because there may just be some really weird shit going on today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of asterisks. It's a sensitive, sensitive subject. Well, plus Sam has been telling me about uh, how that he's just got so much shit that he just wants to say for the podcast because it's he, oh my, it's gosh. crazy. So it's, I'm looking forward to it as well as you guys yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, so let's just uh, let's get right into it. Do you have anything you want to rant about, first of all? No, no, I'm good. You know, I was going to go on a rant. I was really pissed off about something. It sounds like you are going to go on it. No, 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 I'm not going to go on oh. it. Oh. But I'm going to say one statement. I was listen- I can't remember what podcast I was listening to. You know how we play some songs. You know? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm sure some people like the songs we play. Some people don't like the songs that we play as much, you know. It's everybody's personal opinion. But I was listening to one, and I, gosh dang, I wish I could remember what it was. <laughs> but, you know, because if, they're, if, if the person's listening and they recognize what I'm about to say, they're going to be like, that guy's a dick. But anyway, <laughs> so they, they played this punk song, kind of like a pump, punk pop type of deal where this pussy-sounding dude was basically singing about how he's not scared of you. And I'm going to kick your ass, you know, blow. You know what? That kind of punk pisses yeah. that, that kind of music pisses me off. I'm not a big punk fan in in, in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, I just lost a lot of cred with a lot of people out there. I can't, <laughs> I, I really have a hard time dealing with punk rock. I don't know why. But still, well, it's because this it, pussy punk stuff is way out of control. It's bad. And well, you listen to the stuff that you, the death metal that we've been, some of that that we've been playing and that we listen to. Right. That just that just carries an air of toughness. Yeah, but you got these guys. They, I mean, they kind of try and play the same kind of music, but then the voice and the stuff they sing about is so well. Far and off. let's put it this way: if you're that big of a badass, you don't need to be telling people, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yes. Anyway, so I didn't want to go off on that, um, and I also want to mention one more thing: the SEC can lick my balls because Utah kicked their <laughs> kicked Alabama's ass. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. All you SEC loving people. Oh, I've got uh, one other thing to add to that. Well, let's hear it. Two and O bitches. Two and O Mountain West over SEC, SEC this year. That's right. Wyoming kicked Tennessee's ass at Tennessee. Yeah. All right. Well, you know we're not a sports podcast, but we had to get that out. <laughs> SEC, you guys don't know how to play football. Maybe you should look it up on Wikipedia. Figure out how to play it. All right, I'm just kidding. We got a lot of feedback over the two weeks that we were mm-hmm. on hiatus and whatnot. And I, you know, we got a lot of emails and. Um, I'm still trying to get back to a lot of people, but uh, I've gotten back to uh, you know a lot of them. We just appreciate it. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, we've gotten a few iTunes reviews. Thanks a lot, guys, for going there and uh, giving us some good reviews up there. Thanks for the podcast alley votes. We encourage you to do that. Go! Oh, it's just been a big love fest. Since well, and and, and a lot of people have ordered bracelets, which yeah, has been awesome. awesome. 
Uh, so we're, we're probably in the next, well, I'm going to wait for a couple more to get sold, but then I'm going to order some more. So oh, keep, sweet. keep it up. It's going really well. So I forgot that this episode, Love Your Junk, is in promotion for those. That's I, right. I totally spaced because the movies were so good. Oh, my god, <laughs> It's so much fun. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Anyway, well, we have a lot of uh, voicemails. Let's just get right into All it because right, we got a good. lot of them. We, you know, and in fact, there are a few voicemails that I – that we're not going to be able to play this week. We'll, pro- yeah. we'll either save them for next week. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll just yeah. save them for next yeah. week and whatnot. So uh, let's just go ahead and get right into those, and then we'll get into the show. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Merry Christmas. So somebody decided that to wish us a Merry Christmas. That was nice. That was nice. Don't know who that was. Uh, they'll probably never <laughs> want to tell us because, I don't know, that, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks. That, that, was, that was great. Hey, fellas. It's your buddy Dez from Dread Media. I'm just uh, drinking some scotch and calling some of my favorite podcasts to let them know that uh, I'd like to wish them a Merry Christmas. I'm a week behind in the show. So I haven't heard the Christmas show, and I also haven't heard if someone's called in to correct you, but I can't resist. Um, <laughs> I just listened to the action horror episode, and uh, while I disagree with some of the points, I, I really think that Underworld sucks. But anyway, um, besides the absolutely adorable Kate Beckinsale, um, the the writer of the movie is Kevin... Grievous. You guys pronounce it Griveaux, which would make sense, because that's what, what the French word would be. However, he pronounces it Grievous. He's also a comic book writer, although I wouldn't recommend reading them. I don't think they're very good. But uh, <laughs> he also happens to be that black guy with the really deep voice in the movie. Yes, that's him as well. And yes, his voice is regularly that deep. Crazy. Anyway... Looking forward to the Christmas episode. Um, have a Merry Christmas. Bye. All right. So he wasted us. <laughs> you know, I'll, I will say one thing. If I would have known that, 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 that the big black guy with the low voice was the writer, I wouldn't have called him Griveaux because he's just too badass. Yeah, no kidding. Gr- Grievous or I can't, you know, I can't. General Grievous. Yeah. We, yeah. Would have been, yeah, that's a way better ass name, and he's a badass. He is. You know what? Here, and Des bring this, brings this up, but a couple of other people mailed in to say that they did not like Underworld. Really? I love that. You know, the, here's the thing. In fact, I think we have a, uh, I think we have a couple of more voicemails to play where they mentioned that too. They didn't mm. like, I watched it again. Yeah. Just to make sure after I got these to say, was I smoking something? And I liked it. No, I like this show. You know, and, and actually, we got a voicemail from Brother D. And I remember, I, God, I listened to this a long time ago, but he was saying that uh, he didn't like it very much because it wasn't, they didn't vamp out as yeah, much. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I guess, you know, as you go in and you're looking at it as an action flick, right. it's, I, think, I think it's different than if you were looking at it as a horror flick. And, you know, that's the thing. But, I, you know, and I also watched, uh, this weekend I watched uh, Underworld 2, and uh, what was that called? Evolution, mm-hmm. and that was really good too. Yeah. I I mean maybe I'm a sucker for them. I like I like both of them a lot. Yeah, no, I really like those movies. And I'm looking forward to uh, Rise of Rise the Lycans, of Lycans yeah, coming out. Yeah. That's gonna be a great. That show. would be cool. Thanks for calling in, Des. 
We, uh, I don't know. I, why, maybe you can enlighten us on why you didn't like it. And by the way, he did. He still liked uh, your woman, Kate Beckinsale. Wow. You know, I actually, you know, and this this is kind of on the subject that we're talking about. I got, okay. you know, I got an email from Metal Mikey. He he has some comments about uh, about this real quick. So I'll read this real quick. It said um, I can't I can't remember exactly. I commented on a couple of comments that he had maybe in the last maybe in the last episode. I I can't remember. It's been so long, but uh, he I guess he thought I was I thought that he thought that he was knocking Rona Mitra because um, I, I can't remember what I said. But he says uh, you have to admit it's still odd to have her just jump into the shoes of Kate Beckinsale. Which isn't really isn't true, Mikey. Well, but I didn't know. I didn't even know that no, until they until they got more into it. And and you should have realized it because Victor was on all the previews. And he, Lucian, and, no, it's Victor. and Victor, both of them were. Yeah, and they and he and they died right in in the in Underworld, the first one. Right. So I we should have figured out that this must have been going on before. Yeah, doesn't she play? I think she plays Sophia, who is she does who is the Victor's daughter. Victor's daughter mm-hmm. that they fall in love. They go through what the what happened in, right. in Underworld and why stuff. I'm looking going forward on. to that. You know me what? Too. I don't want to. I, I don't want you to hurt me for this, but in a hotness contest between Rona Mitra and Kate Beckinsale, it is tied for me. I, I don't know. I do I'll, not you know. know. If uh, if Rona Mitra didn't look so much like, uh, oh, what's his name now? Oh, you shit! You're no. gonna you're gonna say this. He looks, she looks like a she dude. looks exactly like the guy that plays Raiden on Mortal Kombat, and he's on uh, the Highlander. What's his name? Are you oh, talking no, about gonna, Christopher? Uh, Christopher something. Christopher Lambert. Yes, you asked. She looks exactly <laughs> like that guy. If she didn't look just like that guy, she'd are be you hot. kidding me? No. Oh my god! I, you know I'm gonna post up pictures. I'm not even going to talk to you about She's got the thick it. brow, man, like no, the no, brow. She's got, she's, got a, she's got a kind of a hard cheekbone, yeah. too. Like a, yeah. I don't know. I think she's smoking. I'm just going to call her Christopher Rona. I'm going to punch you. But, no, man. I, you know what? You know what? A funny thing Metal Mikey also said off the subject was uh, uh, he has to agree with Mike that Margot Kidder made for a terrible Lois Lane. I don't care if we're subscribing to the Sam Time Machine theory. <laughs> she just had a grating presence in about everything she was involved with. But, yeah. I don't know where Sam came up with. Oh, she was kind of hot, and I, I, you know, it's so funny because it's been so long since we recorded. I can't even remember our conversation. Oh, I, but, uh, yeah, all I remember we, we got into it about that because I was like, <laughs> "Hey, back in her day, she was all right, but she's living hard, and now she's a trailer queen." <laughs> oh <but>. my gosh! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, what up, gang? It's Brother D from Mail Order Zombie. How y'all doing? Got a couple things I want to comment on. I'll try to keep it short and brief and shit. Uh, let's see. I even have a list, but before I get into it. 2009, I cannot wait to see what y'all do next year. Uh, hope y'all had a happy new year if you got to this after the new year's. If not, I hope you have a, um, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. Uh, you guys have been one of the best podcasts to launch in 2008, and I can't wait to see what comes next, baby. Let's see. What's next on my list? The Song of Fire and Ice, a kick-ass fantasy series. George R. R. Martin needs to get off his ass and finish the damn books. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Some of my comments are about episode 17. A little behind. Christmas, you know, got in the way of me listening to podcasts. Go figure. So you talked a little bit about uh, End of Days and Underworld. So first about End of Days. I actually really liked that movie, too. I saw it theatrically when it first came out. It came out in 1999. Interesting point. This was not the only movie with this religious horror theme to come out around that time. It seems like Y2K kind of brought out a bunch of 
horror religious type movies. You had End of Days and Stigmata both came out in 1999. Gabriel Byrne was in both of those. And then in 2000, you had uh, Lost Souls and Bless the Child as well. All kind of that religious horror kind of thing. And something about you know, the new millennium, people freaking out, wanted to be scared by God, who knows, whatever. Anyway, back to End of Days. Really enjoyed it. You made a comment about how the music was from Sleepy Hollow or vice versa. The thing is, is that little riff, that thing, that's appeared in a lot of different movies before. Sleepy Hollow did it, End of Days did it. Hell, it even showed up in the third Alien movie. It's just a part, I, I don't know exactly what it's called, but um, it is a, an established piece of music that gets inserted into a lot of uh, film scores. I love the music from End of Days. John Debney was the composer on that. And, uh, you know, I highly encourage you all to check out the score work by him on pretty much any other film. Even if the movie's not any good or you hate the movie, guarantee you you're going to find something in the music that you like. Uh, for example, he did the score from The Passion of the Christ. Great music. Which could be a zombie movie, I suppose, Passion of the Christ, which, you know, I'm the zombie guy. so I wouldn't... Anyway, Underworld. Um, <laughs> I had some complaints about Underworld. I did not think there was enough vampire action. I thought the first movie was overly muddled and trying to be overly cool, and the vampires did everything but actually act like vampires. Nobody vamped out. Nobody flew around. Nobody went on any kind of blood-drinking uh, fits or rages. There was no hunting. It was just, you know, give them guns with silver bullets, and that was about it. Kate Beckinsale aside, you know, she is nice to look at. Don't get me wrong. Can't wait to see Whiteout. Just, you know. But um, it just seemed... Kind of blah, you know? Underworld 2, I'm going to side with Mikey on this one. I actually enjoyed Underworld 2 a lot better than Underworld 1. Uh, I learned a lesson in Underworld 2. The lesson that I learned is that you can kill a vampire by dropping a helicopter on him. But I'm bum. That's really all I have to say. I know I've gone on for a while. So hope uh, you're still listening. And you guys stay loose and stay safe. I'm out. Peace. So we got Brother D, the expert, calling in. Hey, Brother D, I want to tell you a little bit more about Song of Fire and Ice <laughs> because I just got an update from Amazon. It's like, hey, I got it on my BlackBerry. Hey, you need to, you know, there's more information about it. I look it up. It's scheduled to come out October of 2009. Holy George R.R. R. Martin needs to get off his ass and finish <laughs> those because those books are awesome. Well, maybe it'll give me a chance to read them and you know, uh, they're be like, up to it before They're like a thousand out. pages long, and I think he's on the fifth book. A thousand so. pages? Yeah, they're so good, though. Do Once they have big words? No, no little words, but it's so graphic. Oh, it's really? just, they're great. They're, they're awesome. Underworld, come on. Yeah, you Why, know. I cannot believe people didn't like that. Well, I, and I can. it kind of goes back to your comment, because I can understand if, if we were watching a movie because we wanted it to be a horror movie, you're exactly right. But no. because we watched it with action, and that's what we were looking for, mm-hmm. and then we had the vampire and the, the, the uh, lichen storyline, right. I think that's why we liked it so much. You know, and he also brings up another, uh, another great point about, uh, well, if you listen to Miller or Zombie, he talks a lot about, uh, well, he talks more than we do about the scores of, of films and whatnot, and uh, I'll tell you what, we, I don't think we do a good job of uh, talking about musical scores mm-hmm. en- enough on this show. Mm-hmm. I mean... Um, I've actually been emailing back and forth with a listener named Greg, who's actually just up in uh, Logan. Oh, really? And uh, attending Utah State University. He is going to school for music composition, and he's really into uh, horror movie scores and stuff, so he's going to help us out, and we're hmm. going to do a show on that. Oh, that's awesome. Pretty soon. So that, yeah, should be, be that should be really cool. That'll be good. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. 
Yeah, it gives our really show some cred. It. That's exactly right. <laughs> I love it when people call up and either call us on the carpet for something yeah. or, or fix something that we said wrong. That Sam said wrong? Whatever you oh, son of a I, bitch. I am never wrong. I'm just teasing. <laughs> okay, well, let's hit the next one. Hey, guys. This is Tony from the uh, Firearms Cafe podcast. Just wanted to let you guys know, uh, I think you guys are doing an awesome job. Yours is one of my uh, favorite horror podcasts that I listen to. do have one suggestion for you. Uh, if you guys wanted to get more popular than you even are now, you need to have some more kind of like show-busy names. And so I picked these names for you, and I thought I'd run them by you. Uh, and these are names that I got kind of from off of your show. So, Mike, I think you should change your name to Shiitake Peener. And uh, Sam, uh, this is your name I got from one of the things that you said that was probably one of the most uh, vile and offensive things that I've ever heard, but also one of the most funny. So uh, Mike, I think, or uh, Sam, excuse me, I think your name should be Chicken Skin Vag. So anyway, uh, you guys keep up the good work. Love the show. You're doing an awesome job. Again, I think you guys are probably one of the best out there. Take care, guys. Bye. I am not going to go by CSV. <laughs> What's up, Chicken Skin? <laughs> Nothing much, Shiitake Peener. You know what? Wow. I've been called worse. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, yeah. My, my wow. Chicken Skin Vag, that is terrible. That is so disgusting. Did you say that in an episode? I have not I said that. What? Nothing even close. <laughs> oh, I keep it clean oh, and real. Oh, pl- <laughs> clean and real Chicken Skinny. I, I have never referred to female organs as chicken skin, ever. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Hey, thanks for calling in, man. We yeah, that was it. great. Dudes, this is Bill. I'm calling from Michigan. You're doing a show on all the abuse to your junk you can do. I don't know if you've seen this movie or if you're doing this movie, but it was called Shram. It was done in 93. Uh, there's a German film, this dude, Lothar Schramm, he, like, kidnaps women or has them come over, drugs them, t- takes pictures of them, kills them, you know, all the good stuff. But there's this scene in that movie, I swear, man, this, I can't, even talking about it makes my balls go up into my throat and my, ugh. Anyway, he uh, whips out his uh, famous member, and uh, uncircumcised, I believe, and uh, nails it to a uh, table. Yeah, just bam, bam, bam. That's it. I just wanted to tell you guys that, and um, hopefully you're as horrified as I am. And if you can, uh, go ahead and get this movie. I don't know what the rating is, and I don't even remember if I liked it or not. That's the only scene I can remember. And uh, that's it. Not a great way to sell a movie. Well, you know, yeah. You know what's <laughs> funny about that is I got into a little discussion. I watched the movie Inside. I have watched so many horror movies over the last little while. That, well, and that one's pretty disturbing. Well, it is. And I got into this. I was reading uh, about it because I, you know, it's one of those movies that just kind of haunts you a little bit. Uh-huh. And and there was this list of movies of uh, the people have watched that have disturbed them. And that was, you know, that's in everybody's list. Is really? Inside. So I can I can understand what you're talking about where you don't remember anything about the movie except that the guy nailed his junk to the table, and uh, you don't remember anything else because that's oh that is that's wrong. So nailing your penis to something is probably not a great idea unless you have all that extra foreskin. Why not? Why oh wouldn't you do that? Oh my gosh! Huh? Why wouldn't you? Uh, I can think of a lot of reasons. <laughs> hey, what's up there, Cadaver Lab guys? Uh, my name is John. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm going to make a couple of comments on a few different things because I've been listening to you. I'm a new listener, and I've been listening to you guys like on a loop ever since 
probably a few days before Christmas and like all through Christmas and New Year's and all this stuff. And um, anyway, I so I'm probably going to cover topics from about three or four different shows. Okay, let me get to it. First of all, love your knowledge of the genre. I love it. Great format. It's comfortable. You guys are clearly a hit. You're one of my top five uh, podcasts that I listen to, horror podcasts. Um, only thing is, and I know I can't be the only one, I cringe every time you guys mention. I know it's a thing now. I get it. I may even buy a, a band, wristband. But anytime I hear ruptured testicle, man, I mean, I cringe. I almost have to shut the podcast off, but then, of course, I don't. I might turn it down a little, but Jesus, uh, I, I can't deal with listening to that. It's it just, uh, well, you know, it's fear, I guess, is, is what it is, and I know that's the point. So anyway, had to mention it. Also, in one of your podcasts, you mentioned about, like, different uh, graphic novels. Well, over the holidays, I picked up two great ones that you might be interested in. One is The Evil Dead uh, by Mark... Verheiden and John Bolton. I guess John Bolton does the artwork. It is absolutely phenomenal. Like, I had no idea this existed. All it is is basically retelling of Evil Dead, but it's a little bit more of a full version. It's terrific. The artwork alone is, like, worthy of posters. It's fantastic. The other one I picked up is called Halloween Night Dance by Hutchinson, Seely, and John. And it's, uh, you know, another take on, obviously, the Michael Myers character. Um, it's really, really good. Uh, let's see. What else did I want to talk about real briefly? Um, oh, yeah. your um, The whole Christmas episode with Black Christmas. I was a little bit, I mean, I know you guys said you liked him, but I was a little shocked that you weren't more um, impressed with 1974's Black Christmas. I feel like that movie is so, like, I'm so jaded. Like, a lot of horror fans, I watch a lot of stuff. That one was so friggin' eerie to me, so creepy. When I first watched it, I didn't watch it, want to watch it alone, and the camera angles, that crazy voice. Even the voice that you guys replayed in the clip on your podcast freaked me out a little bit. Um, I thought that was so good and scary. And, man, the remake, I mean, I like the remake. You know, I mean, the girls in it, I know you said that was creepy, but whatever, the, you know, what's-her-name, Buffy's sister and all that stuff. I like it, but it's cheesy. It's a total B movie. I mean, it is a bad movie, 2006 Christmas by Christmas. Bad movie. Enjoyable, but bad. The other one, I wouldn't even put that in the same league as it. Um, just really eerie, really creepy. Oh, and one last thing, because I think I'm going on probably too long here. Um, Christmas Evil, Brandon Maggart, the actor. You know, that movie is so friggin' depressing. However... I really like it. And once I found out that it was John Waters' like favorite Christmas movie, you know, I listened to the commentary track with John Waters and stuff. There's a special edition put out, by the way, by Synapse Films. Um, I don't know if you guys realize that, but uh, a really good movie. I mean, I don't really like, to be honest with you, creepy stuff dealing with Christmas. I'm kind of not a fan of that. I kind of think you could leave maybe just some things alone and sacred. However... I really like Black Christmas, and I kind of guiltily enjoy Christmas Evil. Um, so anyway, you should seek out that new version, though. It's really good. Anyway, guys, look, love you. You guys are awesome. Love the podcast. Looking forward to uh, more episodes. Take it easy. Happy New Year. Later. John in Raleigh, North Carolina. Bye. So this guy said that he listened to us on a loop over Christmas vacation. Man, I'm sorry to ruin your weekend. <laughs> I really apologize. No, I, you know, I love the new listeners. And let me, let me real quick. Before we get into it, because he had a lot of good stuff in there. 
if if you're a new listener and you're listening to us for the first time, there is a quiz available up on the on the website mm-hmm. that goes through a lot of what we did, like episode one through fourteen. So if you're going to go back and listen, you may want to check out that quiz because nobody's got that right yet. Well, and Sam's got a great super prize for that. I do. Anyway, John, that was a great call. Uh, you you also cringe a little bit with the ruptured testicle. Well, you're going to freaking hate this episode. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm looking into the future, and I'm just going to guess there's going to be a lot of shit that's going to make yeah. us feel uncomfortable. Yeah, me included. Yeah. Sam's Sam's high on Rockstar and uh, <laughs> Coke Zero, Cherry Coke Zero. So I, <laughs> I think he's going to be. Uh, a little wired for this one. Oh, yeah. But uh, I also got some uh, uh, graphic novels for Christmas. I got the first four volumes of the Walking Dead trades. And uh, actually, it's funny because I actually just got a uh, gift certificate to a comic shop. And I went up there. They, they had a deal saying, okay, well, if you buy all four, if you buy the first four, you get them for five bucks a piece. And they're usually like 12 bucks. Hmm. So I got all four, but they didn't have the first one in stock. So they actually they actually said, oh, you know that sucks, but uh, go ahead and you can pick a comic from you know this section. And he points to a section of the store, and I actually uh, picked up uh, the first ep- uh, first episode, the first uh, issue of uh, Mercy Sparks, which is one I that uh, Dez actually from Dread Media sent me when I won a prize off his show. He he actually sent me uh, the issue zero, but uh, no, I've actually wanted to check out those Evil Dead and the um, how what was it, Halloween, Halloween Night Dance. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Uh, for those of for those in my you know who know me real well, I am a I'm a, I'm a list person. I'll go to Best Buy, and uh, I'll I'll uh, get on my phone and I'll just email myself. I'll go into the horror section, email myself all these movies I want to get, you know, and then I'll. But now I have a comic list of mm. all this shit. I almost went in and I almost actually bought a bunch of uh, Buffy comics. Oh really? Yeah, I freaking love Buffy. I don't. Huh. I mean, I don't know why. I just got caught, huh. and I love them. Up yours. No, I ain't fine. Whatever, Don't look at man. me like that. That's all right. I'll kick your... <laughs> no, I won't really. I like uh, Here's Kitty, so I mean, it's cool. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> also, Black Christmas. I I mean, I, I can't remember what, what we said about the 19... What was it, 74 version? Well, I think it wasn't overwhelmingly striking to us, and I didn't like that the, the ending. You didn't know who, who oh, did right. it, and the remake really kind of summed that up for you. But, I'll, but I'll, let me, I want to shed okay. some light on that as Let's well. Hear. You know, from a perspective of what we're doing, I think that was the last movie that I watched of the three yeah. that, that we had we had reviewed. Uh-huh. And when you're when you're jam packing a whole bunch of movies into, like trying to get get them done and you're right. watching them right in a row, I, honestly, some of it loses its luster. I yes. think it, going back in Black Christmas on its own, if you're going to go back and watch, it, is probably really good and haunting. But uh, you know, to watch it in the middle of three movies or at the end of three movies, it's it, just kind of tough. Yeah, and to be clear, I liked the 1974 version much better than I. Oh, liked me it. too. And I'll tell you why. The 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 was the 2006 version uh-huh. just seemed to be another, you know, uh, another one off the uh, what do you call that the uh, the, the WB. Well, well, I was going to see assembly line, but you know, know, of horror movies like that. And not that I don't like, not that I didn't like it, not that I don't like movies like that. But you know, there was nothing original about it, and there was nothing whatever. I Sam really loved it because he freaking loves uh, that drunken wicked bitch. I can't remember her name, <laughs> but uh, no, I liked it, and I agree with you. But I, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I did like it. I don't. I can't remember what I gave it. Did you take notes? Because we're going to put all our yeah. You know, I, and I went back. That was one of my homework assignments that I uh, did right <laughs> through the holidays was to go back and, and rate all of these. But I'm trying to think. I don't remember if I actually wrote it down on here. So um, you have to go listen to no, our last episode. Oh, my gosh. I feel bad for you. I don't know why we didn't do that. I should write those down as I'm editing it. Well, I'm writing them down from now on. Okay, cool. I have it at the top of my page. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. Let's 
John, that was such a great voicemail. I wish you would just uh, call back all the time. Yep. Hey, cadaver, cadaver, cadaver. Listen to me, cadaver lab guys. Um, you'll have to forgive me. It's a Friday night. I've had a couple beers, so that's probably why I'm calling you so much. But anyway, I digress. Hey, look, uh, it's John again from Raleigh. Uh, you guys, um, I have to, had to mention. You said you're in Salt Lake, like Salt Lake City, Utah. I would imagine. You have to have to do a show on what I think is one of the freakiest movies of all time, Carnival of Souls, uh, another black-and-white classic movie that you know are, doesn't really get a lot of attention from at least mainstream fans. I would love to see you guys tackle that and kind of take on uh, you know, something that took place in your backyard. I mean, that whole Herc Harvey director and how he played the main ghoul in that movie and would just show up randomly and stuff, really, really freaky. So anyway, I uh, just had a call back, and I'll leave a much shorter message this time and tell you that. So I uh, can't wait to download you again. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Yeah, that's right. We are in Salt Lake City, Utah, home of the SEC dominating youths. <laughs> you know what? It's hard to talk like that because the youths are – you know, during the regular season, there are our We hate their guts Yeah, we hate the their guts, season. too. But it was, oh, it was so sweet to see someone from the Mountain West kick their ass. Oh, yeah. Sorry to keep bringing that up, everybody. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I won't say anything more about it except for the SEC's a bunch of pussies. <laughs> Anyways, you know, I have not seen um, Carnival of Souls. Or if I have, you know, it sounds familiar. I think it's it, it's an older I I have film. seen it in the video stores over have and it? over and over and over. But I, I have never picked it up. As we were listening to that... Uh, voicemail sam was saying how we should do a from utah video and or episode and he was saying that uh troll 2 was yeah. uh filmed here up in uh, was a morgan, morgan yeah. and uh, apparently that was voted the worst movie of all time they actually you know what's funny is a little while back they did they had a whole they, they named for one day celebrating that movie yeah for being so bad they renamed morgan nilbog which was the uh the you know the fictitious name that in the movie, and they turned that place into everything having to do with Troll Two. They wow. sold all sorts of shit. They, uh, you know, That's did a, a screening. Town. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a small town <laughs> in the little, first place, tiny. but uh, yeah, well, that <laughs> oh my gosh, Troll Two. I don't know if I, I have it. Maybe we should. We do. should. We ought to Man, do one great. sometime. Except for um, we'd have to find a third. I can't. Well, we'll figure it out. I'm sure there's movies that have been filmed here. Oh, well, the only other movie that I've seen that was filmed here was uh, called Wieners. <laughs> it was, it's a movie about a guy that uh, gets pissed off at Oscar Mayer or something and wants to sell his own hot dogs, so he drives cross-country. And there's a, uh, there's a theme park here, or not a theme park, but just like an amusement park here called Lagoon. They go through there, and you know, oh, they're really? riding all the rides and stuff. There's one part where uh, they, they take their, you know how you stick your head through some things, they'll take a picture. There's one like, like a porno picture where, you just, where there's like these nude ladies drawn, and then all of a sudden two topless ladies walk by just to be funny. I'll tell you what, out of the million times I've been up there, that never happened. I've never seen that. That pisses me off. Yeah, I've never seen that. Gentlemen, good evening. How are you? This is Otter calling from beautiful Michigan, where it's a nice, slow, and steady, through the snow, 25-mile-an-hour drive home. I love it. It's fun. sure you guys probably have that experience where you're at. Maybe some of the listeners do as well, but... Ah, so, uh, yeah, my comment in my last voice message about uncircumcised penis. Uh, for whatever reason, in one of the topics, and I want to think this was Florida Possum and one of the other girls uh, brought that up about 
one of the girls said someone wanting to play with an uncircumcised penis. Now, I'm sure those of us out there who have uh, indulged into the pornographic world have uh, possibly come across uh, a uh, movie episode. I'm really not trying to get myself into a ditch or a hole here. God, I can't even phrase that right. Or you've seen the uncircumcised moment. It's like, oh, hey, well, that's cool. But I'm forever ruined by that stuff by uh, a gentleman from the Howard Stern show, Sal the Stockbroker. I uh, subscribe to Sirius Satellite Radio. I love it. I'm not trying to promote this or anything, but satellite radio is a hell of a lot better than regular radio. And I also have my iPod, and I love my podcast. But I also have the Howard TV, and for whatever reason, Sal, he's uh, an uncut fellow. He likes to play this little game called Guess What's in My Pouch, where he has put, like, whole AA battery in his foreskin there in the front. He has had fake, like, those Billy Bob teeth you put in. Uh, he, he had some other stuff in there before. You look at this thing, and, dude, it looks like the trunk of an elephant from a Dr. Seuss story. I mean, it, it's just horrible. I'm sure the next time you guys are reading your kids, the Horton Hears a Who, you'll probably think about that. And I, I'm very sorry for that. It's a horrible image to put in your mind. But, uh... Anyways, yes, uh, so uh, again, this is Wednesday evening. I don't know if you guys have put out a new podcast or not because, uh, yeah, my computer has finally taken a shit on me, which, you know, I know you guys have ranted on stuff before, and I'd, I'd like to rant for just one short second, minute here, whatever. Technology. They phrased it really good in Diary of the Dead. Technology's great when it works. Yeah, I know my laptop's six years old. But it's finally had it, and I think I've treated it pretty well. But, you know, can't they make this shit last? Hell, the 160-gigabyte iPod that I got for last Christmas crashed on me at the end of October this past year. It didn't even last a year. And now it works fine, and I apparently have some extended warranty on it or something that they'll fix it if it breaks again. But what the hell? Why does technology not last? My VCR still works the back of the day. My uh, 8-bit Nintendo I got for Christmas in 1987 still works as good as the day I use it with the typical, you got to blow in the cartridge and jiggle it when you stick it in there. I don't know. But uh, well, anyways, gentlemen, I uh, hope all is well. Hope everybody had a good, safe New Year. And uh, yeah, uh, go Wings. Good day. Listen, Otter, we appreciate the calls. But if you ever call in talking about an uncircumcised penis and then say, and in the same voicemail say, yeah, all you have to do is blow in it and jiggle it a little. I don't care if you're talking about your Nintendo. That's just a little over the line. Actually, that's a, that's a great voicemail to have for this episode because there's probably going to be a lot more where that came from. Oh, absolutely. You know, and on the technology thing, I think people are starting just to make like DVD players, TVs and stuff like that. Almost disposable. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's you get like, TVs for fifty bucks or yeah. whatever. Well, I mean, God, I've, I've bought, I've purchased all sorts of DVD players, and you know, yeah. God, they last a year. I'm like, oh well, shit. It's because people are willing to pay that. They, hey, we can get it for cheap. They're not willing to pay for quality. Well, I mean, let I, me let me just say right now, I am really pissed off at my mom and dad right now because I can't play what's in my pouch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. You weren't there. They, I didn't get to make they that didn't decision. Consult you? Shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> By the way, that's one of the sickest things I ever heard of. Right. Chicken skin badge. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but but the thing is is that's still that's still up in the air. I mean that's but this is somebody's really sticking shit in their That is gross. In their uh you know, what if they get a little smegma on it from oh time to time? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, well that, that's just, that's what that's just a part of life. That's just oh, what you have to deal with. Gross. What? What's gross about that? <laughs> hey there, Mike and Sam Steve here. Man, I am way behind on my podcast listening and my podcast recording. So just uh, wanted to yell at you with a couple of things. Uh, you mentioned True Romance a couple of times. Now, this is a movie I'll be covering probably within the by Valentine's Day at the latest. This is one of my all-time favorite fucking movies. You have to check it out. How big a fan of this movie am I? Uh, my wife, for my anniversary last year, Got me a Zippo with the words, you're so cool, engraved on it. Uh, so once you see the movie, you'll understand. It is fucking badass. You've got uh, some of the, one of the best exchanges in the world I've ever seen between Christopher Walken and Dennis, Dennis Hopper. You know, two of Hollywood's classic fucking nut jobs, man. It is fucking excellent. you got to check it out. Uh, it's a little slow getting going, but uh, once you get about... Um, probably about the part where you fell asleep, the movie starts rolling and it's really, oh man. Like I said, I'll be talking about that on my show. Let's see. Rona Mitra or Mitra, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, here's something interesting about her. Uh, she first came to my attention because she played Laura Croft at the trade shows like the CES that she was the girl dressed up as Laura Croft before she, uh, hit it big on uh, TV and movies in the U S. So another little interesting bit of useless trivia for you straight from me to you. And you know, with all the talk about, uh, vaginitis, uh, maybe you should do a show dedicated to horror vaginas. Uh, I know there's that recent movie teeth, which covered the problem of vagina dentata. Um, I th- think there was that part of Grimm's Prairie Tales, tales where the vagina sucked up the guy. And then you can always just throw in a Madonna movie just to round it out. But yeah, I think that would be a great topic, horror and the vagina. And who better to cover it than you two? Now, if I could just take a minute to uh, to talk to Sam. Hey there, Sammy. I just want you to know that it doesn't matter to me if you can't tell the difference between Clive Barker and Charles Barkley. It doesn't matter to me if you sound like the bastard child of Mel Blanc and a Muppet. It doesn't matter to me if you're obsessed with your junk. You just keep doing what you're doing, buddy. I love you, man. Now, that being said, uh, I am I am going to have to get one of your bracelets, guys, because, uh, well, I need a new cock ring. Oh, talk at you later. You guys be cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. That is so funny. <laughs> you mean a lot oh, to him, man. <laughs> I'm glad. He means a lot to me. Every time he's watching, I'm like, I just sit back. Oh, that guy sounds so good. <laughs> I turn it on. Sounds like I like that guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's awesome. Yeah, you just know he'll deliver. Oh, that's so funny. I was I actually, love it. I was actually listening to. You know what's funny is we are doing teeth this episode, yeah. so yeah, we're we're glad that this all worked out. But uh, we were. I was listening to his latest episode. I was driving around, and uh, he was talking about 
uh, and I think this goes right along with the subject that we're talking about today, which is I don't I hope that this is just a coincidence because all these things come happening all for this episode, which is good. Well, he's, t- he's telling a story about how some one time he got up, he uh, he got he got up, he he walked his daughter to school, and he was or something I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, everyone was basically giving him dirty looks, and he looked down, and his ding dong was hanging out of his <laughs> hanging out of his uh, his pajama bottoms there, and you know what, you do need to buy one of these love your junk bracelets no because that way you could strap that mother down, <laughs> you know, in. You know, try not to shock any of the uh, housewives that are dropping their kids off at school. Hey, man, but we appreciate that. That yeah, was awesome. It's great. <laughs> Made Sam piss his pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that's it for voicemails. And like I said, if I didn't play yours, I apologize. God, we're you know we've already spent a lot of time on it. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk about how we love our junk. Podcast is a weekly gore fest dedicated to everything zombie. Go to midnightpodcast.com and prepare to bleed. All right, so here we are. We uh, are talking about how we love our junk. Oh, you know what? There's one thing I, I, I meant to mention before, but I didn't mention. If anybody is having trouble signing up for the forums right now, I actually put, I, I made a setting so that if you have a Gmail account, you cannot sign up. And that's because there are a shitload of spammers out there with Gmail accounts that feel like they need to sign up for our forums, and it's a pain in the ass. Oh, really? So if it's if it's a big problem, let me know, and I'll just put up with it. They can't post, but they can sign up, and I have to go in and delete their accounts and stuff. It's a pain in the uh. ass. But I I really apologize if you if you'll maybe use a different email address or whatever. God, it just pisses me off about you know those. Do we have bags. to deal with that? Yeah. yeah, but you know what? If if it's a big enough deal to everybody, let me know, and I'll just I'll I'll just put up with it. No big deal. Anyway, today we are talking about uh, loving our junk. We picked three really great movies. Actually, two two good movies and one that was a piece of shit. Yeah. And by the way, Florida Possum recommended the piece of shit to oh, us. Oh, great. So, uh, yeah, we really appreciate that. <laughs> Kidding me? No, I'm just teasing. No, we always appreciate the uh, recommendations and whatnot. Plus, this fit right in with our subject. Yeah. Um, we are going to do Days of Darkness, Beyond Reanimator, and Teeth. Let's just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Days of Darkness. Are you threatening me, Simon? Let's just all love the zombies. I mean, we can't kill Herbert. We got no food and we got two more mouths to feed. Are you people fucking crazy? I think you should sit down now. I'm going to take a shit. You know, I fuck nicer animals than you. You didn't hear that, sweetheart. Nurse Steve? Well, I I don't know. What, you think I do? Oh, Mary, mother of God. Cut 
it out. Let's let's take a look. That's disgusting. What is it? It looks uh human. It has three arms. Yeah, cut one of the arms off, see if it feels pain. That's gross. Doc, what, are you kidding me? It'll, it'll help us figure out if we can kill the thing. Looks like these creatures are some sort of parasite, taking root in and sucking the life out of its host. It then castrates the male and replaces its reproductive organs with its own embryo. Sounds like fun. But why? Well, they're adapting. They're uh, trying to fuse their DNA with ours in order to to come up with a, a, a hybrid creature that can survive in the Earth's atmosphere. Came out in 2007. It was written and directed by Jake Kennedy. It got an IMDb rating of 4.2, which, by the way, is about three times higher than it should be. Yeah. It starred Tom Eplin as Chad, Sabrina Gennarino as Lynn, Travis Brorson as Steve, Rochelle Pattison as Mimi, and John Lee Ames as Trent. And, you know, there was nothing much on this you Ew. forgot. You forgot Marion Griffin. Who's that? Kylie. Kylie. I don't. Need, the Ky- porn star mom. Oh my shit! Don't even, <laughs> you know what? Listen, this movie pissed me off. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. The synopsis is, um, you know, it's funny. Is I was looking for a synopsis and all I all I could find online was like a two line one. It was as if ripped from the headlines. The world watches a comment as a comment looms over the earth for days. The masses were told there is nothing to worry about. But that it shit was didn't a lie. happen. No, you sure did. Remember, remember the comet came over. It dropped a bunch of comet dust, and then every then like most of the population basically turned to zombies. All there's there's a few different you know eclectic uh, group of people show up in like a bomb shelter and they hit out. And I watched this. In fact, I before we decided that we weren't going to do an episode last week, I watched this. Oh, and really? so it's been a couple of weeks since I watched this. And I was thinking, you know, I should bone up on it. I, you know, I should look at it. No pun intended, damn it. But, I, you know, I should watch this again, kind of refamiliarize myself with it. Well, I started to watch it again, and I could not even finish watching this Dude, shit. Yeah, I don't re- All I remember is the comet coming down, and there's a couple that sleep over. And then they come down, and there's comet dust on their car. I don't remember anything else introducing the movie. That was it. That was all it was. They, well, that's but, what I'm okay. But, but in the very beginning, he looked up in the heavens, and there was like a comet. Oh, yeah. And that was it. But that oh, okay. was it. Okay. Right. So basically, this group of people who get put up in this, what was it? What was it? Like a bomb shelter or something like that? An old paintball place or something <laughs> yeah. shit? They get there, and, and all it is is shitty dialogue. Uh, the worst dialogue that I have ever sat through a movie. Yeah. You know, sat all the way through a movie. Um, it was There was fu- one funny part that I noticed in this that... Uh, I noticed, thankfully, before the shit came out, I don't know if I would have thought this was as funny. So they go, first of all, we, are follow, we, we basically followed this couple you know, who were up camping, and apparently since they were camping, they didn't get hit by the comet dust or something. I can't remember exactly what happened. Anyhow, they, as, they're going, as they're driving down the next morning, they, you know, they get caught by it. They see a zombie, and they're trying to help him, but then they find he's a zombie, blah, blah, blah. Somebody finds him and takes him to this place. Well, as they're driving up, they're coming to this uh, to this building or like is it a, I don't even know bomb shelter some yeah. shit. Anyway, on there somebody uh, put some graffiti on it. There's graffiti all over it, but there was one piece of graffiti that just said "chode." 
<laughs> and I'm like, who in the hell is going to go to the trouble of just tagging a bomb shelter with the word chode? <laughs> that was the best part of the movie. The rest of it really sucked. Oh, but man. it did have a lot to do with Love Your Junk. What'd you think? You know, I hated this movie. And, and and it was from the very beginning. Like you said, I mean, I'm, I'm watching this thing, and this couple drives on this. They're on this mountain road. They've been camping. Right. And and I guess the whole world has turned to zombies. But this one guy happens to be looking for people on the mountain road. Right. And saves them at the right time. I'm like, that's okay. That's bullshit. Then they get to the bomb shelter. By the way, the bomb shelter was tagged with the word chode. Yes, it was. <laughs> but you get there, and... Here comes the, the the really bad dialogue, and I've got an example. I have an example of the yeah, bad dialogue. Here, here's an example of the horrible dialogue. First, I got to set it up. So they get in there, and this Chad guy thinks he's a bad and hates everybody in the world, and he's just pissed off, and he's an old actor or whatever. Right. Well, he he thinks that because this kid has been bitten by a zombie, that he should go down in the basement and blah blah blah, and, and they think that everybody should, he thinks people should be shot. Well, somebody puts him up against the wall and gets into him, and his line is, "I need to go take a shit." Followed by, as he's walking away, the porn star saying... Well, well listen, the porn star looks like a freaking oh. 50, middle 50s, old age, and she... Oh, and she's just oh, bragging about they're it. They're terrible. So, she has so, a daughter. Yeah, so yeah. He, he says, I need to go take a shit. Followed by her, as he's walking away, saying, I fucked animals better than that guy. <laughs> or better than you, is what, well, what she said. Well, you know what? Listen. The, thing, the bottom line is, is that was, that was typical. And it's like you should never in a movie have to say, "I need to. I'm going to take a shit." I don't care in a movie about that. Now I joke around about Jack Bauer not taking a leak for 24 hours, but I, honestly, if he were to do that, I'd be pissed. Cause it's just it's stupid. But the thing is, is this this dialogue was like grating and irritating. Oh, and the so longer bad. I watched it, the longer I got pissed off. And after a while, I was wondering where the junk came in. Why don't, why don't you Me explain too. that? Well, then you get the kid quoting scripture for hours upon oh. hours. That you're like, what? Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Well, what ends up happening? Well, is- you know, let me let me mention something <clears throat> yeah, about that. Basically, what they they have this character who, you know, is just this Bible thumping, stupid ass, brainless son of a bitch. And you know, here he is. And I, I, you know, I don't know if the director or the writer was trying, which is the same dumbass was trying to make a point with this about how bad Bible-bumping things are. But here he is. He's being a douchebag, this Bible-thumping guy. And then uh, the first chance he gets to, like, be... There, there's a gay guy there. There was The first chance he gets to be gay, he's like, tries it out a little bit while the gay guy got hurt. And, you know, he's... Kisses you know, on him. It's, it's like, you know, and, that, and that's fine. But this was the most clumsy, most... Uh, what's the opposite of subtle? In your stupid... Clumsy, Crash. awkward. Crash. If you were trying to make a point, you made your point. You beat us over the head with it, but you're a stupid asshole. Yeah, exactly. And oh, this movie. I, I, can you tell I'm a little pissed? Well, luckily I watched this movie first, which 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 was good. But what ends up happening is is that uh, this comic goes over and ends up it impregnates women, and with the right. men. It actually makes their junk fall off, right. and a pouch comes out with a little creature in it that's right. trying to take over the world. Not really a zombie, but it's it like grow. If you cut its arm off, it grows itself again. Well, or a it, generative thing. And there was a there was a lot of uh, you see ball sacks, yeah, with where the wiener fell off. God, yeah. that's just I feel a little weird talking about this. But there's one time that they cut open the ball sack, 
And uh, this, what is it? I can't even remember. Did the little guy come squealing out of there or something? Yeah, it looks like a little starfish yeah. or some sort oh. of thing. I mean, it was so bad. And they're in this confined space right. the whole time. Um, was there you know, even a character that you liked? No. The the main guy who was supposed to be good was a freaking pussy. Yeah, I didn't like and he him. Was, and he was irritating. They they needed to get him in contact with the zombie, and so everybody decides that he should go down in the basement with the zombie. Right. Even though he's probably not infected, they still think that's a good idea. Right. So they put a, instead of just putting him in another room in the basement, they, put, yeah. they freaking put him in the room with the zombie that's locked up so that the rest of the movie can play out. It was just right. it was so bad. Clumsy. There was, Start there was, to finish a hate. Yeah, there was nobody that I liked, nobody that I cared about. The the situations that came up for the people to have to deal with were horrible and Terrible. stupid. Yeah, People could come and go as they want because these zombies were totally stupid. Uh-huh. People hitting them with shovels. Right. I mean, it was just... I You know, I really have nothing else to say except if, if we were to go on about this flick, I would just complain about how bad it was. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So let's... I'll just... Did I, I sound a little mad there? I apologize because, I mean... Just thinking back on it, it was like it was really. I, I give this. Really this bad. is the first time I've done this. Well, the second time, I give this a don't bother. What'd you give? What was your other don't bother? Hellraiser eight. Oh yeah, I definitely give this a don't bother. Remember, I gave a movie a go out and kick the shit. That's out That's Hellraiser director? eight. You did. Oh, was it? Yeah. Anyone yeah. involved, you said kick the shit out of. You him. know what? This was worse than Hellraiser eight. I would rather oh, yeah. watch Hellraiser. 8. I would too. Absolutely. Hellraiser eight looks good yep. compared to this show. Well, it had Lance Henriksen, man. He, so we're both on the same page with that one. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad we are because I was going to try to waste you if you liked no. it. Anyway, well, and it had a man recount of five. Who's the virgin daughter oh, when she seduces the Bible dude? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So what did I learn from this? If I ever go to jail, poking people in the package with a stick means hi there. That thing you learned was almost worth sitting through it. <laughs> uh, then there was a quote in there, the dick that broke the porn star's back. I want to know where, where I can get one of those. You know, uh, yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> and the other thing is porn stars have great aim. She spat across the room and hit the guy in the nose from across the room just spinning. Yeah, that's terrible. It was horrible, dude. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, I'm glad we just breezed through this one. Yeah, I know. I'll tell you what, there's a lot more to talk about Absolutely. the other ones. I have a six degrees. Marion, t- I, and what I did is in honor of uh, Bruce Campbell and My Name is Bruce being his latest film that just came out, uh-huh. I put all three movies back through different characters through there. Sweet. Make it a little challenging for myself since nobody has. Uh, well, you know, to we need to celebrate challenge. his works, especially his works that are good. Yeah. Because after Alien Apocalypse, you know, I even, I even did not mind Man with a Screaming Brain, even though it kind of gives me a headache every time I watch it. Yeah. But this one was actually really good. So. Yeah, I still need to check it out. Oh, it's I'm great. Not, it's I, good. I've got that on my queue. You know what? I, I bet it's not quite as good for a non-Bruce Campbell fan or someone who doesn't understand it. Right. But to me, who is, I am a large Bruce Campbell fan, and I freaking love this show. Anyways, yeah. like, we should have talked about that more than no this stupid-ass show. So Six Degrees, I went through Marion Thomas Griffin, who played the porn star Kylie. Judas. She was in The Devil's Own with Harrison Ford. She was in a real movie yep. like that? Yep. Wow. Harrison Ford was in Star Wars with Mark Hamill, who was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back with Brian O'Halloran, who was in Brutal Massacre, a comedy with Alan Sandweiss, who was in My Name is Bruce with Bruce Campbell. Dude, have you seen Brutal Massacre? Huh. You need to watch that. I think you told me about that earlier. I think we've talked about this before yep. on the show. That, that show, I laughed my balls off. 
No pun intended for the show. I watched so many. I just, just for so everybody knows, I started a collection over the holidays. I'm like, listen, I've got to get on board. I can't just keep borrowing Mike's movies and uh. talking about them. So <laughs> I found a, I went to this store and it's got, it had some great deals on movies. So I picked up about 30 movies for yeah. really cheap. But uh, I, I need to get some more credibility. But anyways, I went back and I have been watching horror movies nonstop through the break. You feel good about yourself. You just feel. Yeah. They make you feel so good. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was nonstop. Yeah. I probably put out between our last episode, including the three that we did. I have probably watched sixteen, seventeen movies. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you were. Lot. You were a. Uh, you know what? Actually, in in uh, bear with me on this one. Mm-hmm. We. Um, you know how uh, so we, we always have people emailing in show ideas and stuff, and we love that crap. Keep doing it. Uh, there's a lot of great ideas out there. And uh, people are actually starting to say, oh, you know what? You guys should do movie X or movie Y and, uh, you know, is a, is a horror comedy part two. Mm-hmm. Well, if you keep watching these, these shows, these mov- movies, I've, we we still, gotta, do yeah. we still care about I that? try and say movies uh, now because it, it upsets people when uh, you yeah, show. I forgot. But anyway, uh, so if you keep watching these, we're going to be able to say, okay, um, let's do a topic of... Horror comedy or or whatever that's an example, and we can be we can be a little more exhaustive, and mm-hmm. then just instead of having that, but no, that's yeah, that's a great thing, and I, I'd like to do that, and I could probably do that now. You're really impressing me. Oh, thanks. Working man. hard. I, you know what? And I'm I got a warm and fuzzy. That's good, but I feel bad because I I go back and forth. I'm like, should I listen to their podcasts or should I watch horror movies? And honestly, I'm picking the horror movies right now. Well, there you know, and there are a lot of great podcasts out there, yeah. and I guess you just have to uh, pick your Pick your. I mean, there's only so much time in a day, especially with uh, all of the shit you got going on. Yeah, man, it's good stuff. So there you go. Shit, let's just get let's let's forget about days of darkness, okay. please. Right. Yes, please. and let's get right into our next show, which I really like. Yeah, which was uh, Beyond Reanimator. Doctor Herbert West, I know all about you. Oh, really? I know what you did. They tried to cover it all up. Your experiments. Don't believe everything you hear. I didn't hear it, Doctor. I saw it. That night they arrested you. I was that kid. I want to work with you. some deterioration a reactive base may have destabilized but maybe not we like you we like you very much on your knees or you prefer punishment That's a good girl. <laughs> Keep that your keys now. Sergeant! Go stand guard! 
It was directed by Brian Yuzna. He, you know, he's actually, he's a, Brian Yuzna. Oh, shit. Brian Yuzna. I'm, I'm going to go with Yuzna. All right. I I'm think gonna, it sounds uh, But he also directed uh, Society. Uh, have you ever seen uh, a show called Faust, Love of the Damned? That's actually a, a pretty, you know, a movie that not a lot of people have, have heard of, but I actually really like it. Uh, the Wishmaster, the guy who plays the Wishmaster is actually in that. Uh, have you seen The Dentist 1 and 2? No. With that uh, Corbin Burnson? No. Those are great movies. Really? He's in those. Progeny, The Necronomicon, uh, Return of the Living Dead 3. So he's got a lot of stuff. And there's more. There are more. I was just going through his IMDb profile. The It was written by Javier Barondo and Jose Manuel Gomez. Uh, IMDb gave it a 5.9, which I, you know, I, that's, a, yeah. that's a pretty fair yeah. rating, especially since on IMDb, if it gets a 5, that means it's pretty, pretty good, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a horror movie and it got a 5.9, right. that's typically something that uh, does pretty well. Uh, the budget was uh, estimated at $3 million. Of course, we are starring, we have starring in this show, uh, Jeffrey Combs as Dr. Herbert West, Jason Barry as Dr. Howard Phillips. Did you know that, uh, you know how H.P. Lovecraft wrote the, the story behind the reanimator, the original? HP is uh, actually his. It's Howard Phillips, and they named this guy Howard Phillips. Oh, really? A little bit of trivia there cool, for you. Man. Elsa Pataki played Laura Olney, and Simon Andrew played Warren Brando. After 13 years in a prison ruled by a very mean director, Dr. Herbert West is invited to be an assistant of the newcomer, Dr. Howard Phillips, a brilliant resident in the last, uh, excuse me, of the penitentiary infirmary. After being introduced to each other, Dr. Phillips discloses that the last experiment of Dr. West killed his sister 13 years ago when he was a boy, and he became fascinated with the possibility of bringing dead people back to life. The journalist, Laura Olney, who is covering a matter for her newspaper in the prison, has an affair with Dr. Phillips, and they fall in love for each other. They fall in love for each other? I promise everyone next week I will read these before I spout them out on the show. However... The experience of Dr. West loses control, and it's actually uh, loses, how they spelled it, loses control. Oh, nice. I, I'm wasting somebody. Yeah. You know, they don't deserve that. No. They, they, went on they deserve TV. it, because uh, you, if, you know, if you're going to start spouting off like you're credible. <laughs> Whatever. And the prison becomes a branch of hell. That's, that's what they said. Anyways, this was a great movie. I mean, this, was a, this wasn't a brainy movie. No. It wasn't a, um, you know, the story was was. Pretty much old, worn out, maybe, maybe worn out. Not not original. But some of the some of the the deaths were freaking awesome. Some of the ideas there was, uh, you know, of course, being the love junk episode, uh, there was some pretty bizarre shit going on. What do yeah. you think? You know, this is this is a good show, and it's funny because I like Jeffrey Combs. I like his character. Well, he's like a low rent Bruce Campbell. Yeah, he's he, in he's so good. many B type you know. of movies. He's just not quite as handsome as Bruce. He looks exactly like my chiropractor. <laughs> like, exactly. 
started wondering, oh my gosh, did that, if I've gone and if I've been put in with the reanimation juice, am I really here? He looks exactly, in fact, I need to post pictures on the website because he looks exactly like my chiropractor. Anyway, but I, I thought it was a really good, it was well done, the story was good. And the funny thing is, is like, I'm rooting for them to succeed at some of the stuff they're the bad doing. bad guy's right. And, and, and I'm also, it's funny because he's explaining it scientifically, and I'm like believing his shit to the point where I'm like, I wonder if this is... Maybe I need to check this stuff out. Maybe people are doing it. No, not, not really. But it, uh, I, I, I like this show. The only thing I, w- I wish it would have gotten a little bit of a broader scale. Loved how it started. The, the guy right at first with the tongue right. wagging everywhere. You know, that's actually funny. And there was one guy, the, a bald guy, that was kind of weird Was he just weird pill-popping guy? I don't remember. No, are you talking about... Oh, no, the bald guy that went and like, bit the boob. <laughs> yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah. Right. Well, so obviously the the story kind of goes along. This resident chooses to go to this this penitentiary just because he wants to study with Herbert West, and he goes there. He uh, you know gets Herbert to he, he talks to Warden to letting Herbert be his assistant and whatnot. He, you know, claiming that there's there's not enough resources in the prison to help everyone out. Well, of course, uh, we all know that Herbert West is a fanatic, and soon he uh, starts having this resident bending his moral values, and then uh, all shit breaks loose, all hell. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, no, it was good, and they, they set it up perfectly to a point where, you know, there's a prison riot, people are injecting themselves with the reanimation <laughs> juice. I can't uh, remember what they call it. Well, and, and one thing is, and, and there was a, you know, th- like I said, this is a pretty light you know, it wasn't a deep, it wasn't a dark movie, really. Mm-hmm. But there was one thing that I thought was very interesting about it, that uh, the warden is a sick bastard. Yeah. He he feels like death is too good for some of these offenders. And so what he decides is, is going to be a great idea is um, he is going to not only execute these offenders, but he's going to bring them back to life with this reanimation juice and kill them again or right. make them live in in constant pain like for instance uh chicken he, chicken yeah There's he had a bu- yeah he had a bunch of people up in the noose that he kept alive with the reanimation uh juice I, I, reanimation juice i don't know you know what a sick bastard yeah you know well he definitely gets it in the end you know one thing that i like about this movie too is we talked about music i think the music yeah. is very well done oh yeah i like the music in this it comes Absolutely. in at appropriate points and it sets the mood, and it just leaves off right where the original reanimator. Uh-huh. Well, you know, nothing's happened real serious in between, and so you don't have to get caught up on much. It's just a matter of, you know, the kid lost his sister, and so that's what's motivating. Right. But uh-huh. it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of great parts, and it's just for the last half an hour, it's just a giant gore fest, oh, and yeah. uh, and people getting it, and uh, you know, all sorts of just great stuff. So let's talk about the moment when uh, he should have loved his junk. So this warden is a sick guy, and he has tried a couple times to get uh, Howard Phillips, Doctor Phillips, his uh, his girlfriend, to uh, pleasure him in that way, and so she's refused, and he ended up having to kill her the first time. She gets reanimated. They use some of his juice, like there's a bunch of incestuous reanimation going on, <laughs> where so now she's got a. It shows her change to the point where she's got an Adam's apple in a voice box, so that she talks like him and her. Oh right. Throughout throughout the movie, anyways. Yeah. So it gets to a point where she has to go do that again, and uh, he she, she unzips him, and then uh, he's not paying attention. He's talking to how much he's going to like it. Well, she bites it off and spits it out. Over to the mouse, and, and I'll tell you what, it looked just like a Muppet finger. <laughs> and I 
I was drinking some water and I spit through my nose because it looks so funny <laughs> when this foam junk went flying over. But man, it's just painful watching that Dude. type of thing. You just cringe knowing oh, yeah. that teeth have gone through that and ripped it off. And oh my gosh. You know, my first reaction was dick blood oh. in the mouth. That'd be bite oh. off. Gotta be sick. Oh, disgusting. You were telling me how you didn't wait through the. Uh, the credits where the, the, the wiener itself actually got reanimated and battled the rat. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. That, that was would a, have been a good payoff. Yeah, that I'm was a, gr- that was a great one. I have it on my iPod, so I'm going to have Did to you say back. you're going to go back and watch uh, Karate Fighting Penis? <laughs> Heck yeah. You know what was sick about that was this, the, the warden ends up getting electrocuted. Uh-huh. And as he's getting electrocuted, of course, they have to give a shot of the junk. The yeah. junk is over by the rat, and it gets erected oh, when yeah. he gets <laughs> shocked. Oh, my gosh. Disgusting. <laughs> it was horrible. But, man, it's, you know, all these movies just make you appreciate what you've got because once it's gone, damn it, it's probably gone. You know, and listen, as a public service announcement, some of those people have gone past the point where it is they can appreciate what they have and that's why we want to provide them with some relief yeah i'm not going to say ruptured testicle <laughs> i'm going to go ahead and say exploded testicle because i think that you know i don't want to you know tony was a little distressed about that term so i'm going to go ahead and mention it that way but you know it was uh i think it was good it was good you know one part though that i remember uh-huh. is they, they spent a lot of time showing the guy that was half ripped off. So oh, he's yeah. using his arms to get, like, through the whole thing. He was flying like he, around. Yeah, and all of a sudden he takes off like Superman just to get his ass kicked by a cane, and that's the end of when you see him. <laughs> but they spent, like, shots here and there of him making it through the prison to get right. to that point. I thought he was going to have a bigger part than just getting his ass kicked like a, he got hit like a home run out of the oh, park. Oh, yeah. That, that actually was – that guy provided a lot of comedy relief. Oh, yeah. Not that this flick needed any relief with comedy. Right. But, uh, yeah, him tr- crawling around in his, it, just with his spine, it, yeah. was, it was great. That was a great flick. No, I, I don't good. know. What do you give it? I'm going to give this a red box. Yeah? Yep. How about you? This is on the border between Redbox and Buy for mm-hmm. me. I would say, personally, I would say Buy it, number one, because it is a an entry into the Reanimator series, which I think everyone should own. Mm-hmm. Freaking is awesome. The, the original Reanimator is one of the one of the classics, one mm-hmm. of the great classics of all time. Uh, number two is not bad, but uh, this one, I, I, can't remember, is, I, I can't remember if this is number three or number four. I think it's number three. At any rate... I would say, you know, I'm just going to give it a buy. I'll give it that's a buy. That's cool, man. Okay. No, that's good. I think that's good. The memory count in this was seven. Did you count the one that got bit off? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, that was. they showed that a few times with him on his head on like a pillow. That was gross. And then uh, I learned a couple things from this. I guess with some time in prison, guys upgraded from gerbils to rats. Who <laughs> <laughs> would have known? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, being confused about your sister and girlfriend's heads is hilarious. What? <laughs> that's what? Yeah. That's uh, weird. Okay, great. Right. How about your Six Degrees? Six Degrees, Jason Barry, who played Dr. Phillips, was in Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio. Who? Dr. He was? Yeah, the main guy there. And he was in The Quick and the Dead with Tim Quill. What did you say his name was? Jason Barry. No, what did you, who did you say he played? Dr. Phillips. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. He was in uh, Titanic with Leonardo, who was in The Quick and the Dead with Tim Quill, who played Frank in uh, My Name is Bruce with Bruce Campbell. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, way, way to go. <laughs> I would have thought this would have been a little more difficult for you. No. All right, well, let's take one last break, and then uh, we will go over the gem. Of the mother show. of all mothers. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll be right back. 
Yeah! I've been sitting here watching flicks till my eyes are red. Been watching Evil Dead and Argento's Deep Red. Been watching Night, Dawn, Dayland and Return of the Living Dead. And I feel no shame while my talk's profane. Just like Malcolm McDowell, I'm singing in the fucking rain. If you don't dig my shit, then answer me this. Why so serious? If you're into horror, cult, exploitation, or just kick-ass movies... From the badass to the just plain bad, check us out at jafmp.com. Just Another Fucking Movie Podcast is not a review show. We go beyond the screen to discuss the what's and why's of the genre's great classics. Licking cowboys and watching killers in black And watch this motherfucker take it in the head with an axe And say, hey, hey I'm digging Bruce Campbell saying, hey, hey Now I'm watching some drama saying, hey, hey Digging Ilsa and Olga saying, hey, 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 hey J-A-F-M-P dot com So we're going to spend a little bit more time on this film called Teeth. We have a gift, a very precious gift. And what do you do with gifts? Do you go around giving them to everyone you pass on the street? No! No, those wouldn't be gifts. They'd be like a handout. (laughs) So, 
What about the most precious gift of all? Are you going to give that to the first guy who buys you a big bunch of roses? No way! No way! And, um, I'm not just talking to the uh, girls, you guys. You have the same gift to give. Are you going to give that to some girl because she looks like she just stepped out of a music video? No. Just breathe. Breathe through the pain. I can't. You're tight. Ah! Relax. Ah. Yes, now there we go. What? What's... What have you put in here? came out in 2007. It was written and directed by Mitchell Lichtenstein. Uh, IMDb gave it a 5.9, which, since Beyond Reanimator got a 5.9, I would have given this about a 7 yeah. in IMDb. Because yeah. I think it's about a point and some better than the last the last film. Uh, the budget was $2 million, and on IMDb, it grossed $1.875 million. But this didn't have a large theatrical release, and I'm sure is relying on a lot. I mean, I know it did a lot of uh, like film festivals and type thing. I think it actually was uh, released at Sundance in 2007. I think that's where it came out the very first. Um, let's go on. Jess Wexler played Don O'Keefe. John Hensley played Brad. Josh Pace played Dr. Godfrey. I just want to say real quick, that doctor was the son of a bitch. <laughs> Lenny Von Dolan played Bill. And as far as the synopsis goes, uh, Dawn grows up in the shadow of a nuclear power plant. In high school, while her biology class studies evolution, she realizes that she may have a hidden curse, an adaptation. She lives with her mom, stepfather, and hard-edged stepbrother. She likes Toby, a guy at school, and he likes her. She takes a pledge to remain chaste until marriage, so they date in groups, watch G-rated films, and don't kiss. But the power of teen hormones is great, so temptation beckons. Dawn has an admirer in Ryan, and when she breaks it, to, when she breaks it off unexpectedly with Toby, no pun intended, <laughs> she turns to Ryan for help. Will, <laughs> will he be her mythical hero and rescue her, or can she find her way as her own hero, turning a curse into an asset? Well, as I'm sure everyone knows, the main theme of this film is, I mean, besides all, you know, the usual, uh, a woman finding herself in her, you know, growing and maturing with a new body and going through changes, all that bullshit. <laughs> this is about vagina dentata. Oh my, that just sent a chill down my spine. <laughs> where vaginjivitis may run oh. rampant. 
Jeez. What what did you think? This was horrific. This was horrific. Now, we're going to spend some more time on this, and we're going to go through, because uh, there was so much in this movie. Tons. I mean, so much. And what, you know, credit to Lichtenstein for coming up with an idea that you, that are probably just jokes. I mean, you joke around about in the back room. Right. But to actually make an hour and a half movie along the lines that is just one that you can follow and, no pun intended, sink your teeth into nice. and really get into, I hats off. Listen, so when I watched this, this movie, when I sat down and watched it the first little while, I was reminded of a South Park episode. I don't remember what it's called, but it's about the Catholic priests and you know their issue. And there was a Catholic priest from the from the planet Golgamesh, and uh, somebody was asking him why he chose to do what he did with you know blah blah blah. He says the Golgameth vagina is three feet wide with razor sharp teeth. <laughs> well, that's practically this show. Yeah. Well, before we get into the the story, there would have been a couple of ways. I did not know what to expect. I had heard about this film. I, I didn't even know what it was about. We well, didn't. I mean, I knew we were going to love your junk and stuff like that, and, and I watched this last. I didn't even know what it was about. <laughs> okay. I knew what it was about, but I didn't know w- what kind of a strategy that the, the director or the writer was going to use. This could have gone a couple of different ways. I mean, um, there were a lot of potentially serious topics that they could have discussed. Uh, like I said, the sexual growth of a woman uh, growing up with some kind of, being in high school with some kind of abnormality. I had that, but actually a giant penis is not as bad as people think it is. And I've grown to live with it. All right, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But, uh, and also there was some weird like family dynamic stuff mm-hmm. and weird like it, it, dark, you know, hush-hush type of, of, ta- of subject matter that could have really gone south, yeah. you know, and, been, and made this a really dark and a really depressing movie. Or they could have gone the comedic way. Which, thank goodness they did. They, yep, yep. You know, I like this movie so much that I was actually, I actually wanted to do a little bit of extra research. So I went out and I was looking up reviews and I was, you know, looking up, uh, um, you know, trivia, things like that. For Did you know that Jess Wexler, the girl who played Dawn, actually studied at Juilliard? No. Yes. Basically, I can't remember exactly where I was going with that, <laughs> with that now. The whole Juilliard thing threw me off. But no, there, was, there were some complaints about, well, this... This topic could have gone so they could have done so much more with it, or you know they could have been serious and hard hitting and actually uh, and actually talked about some topics you know and, and got it out in the open. Who's so, saying this I, shit? I don't know. Just people on the internet. Which that, is, that is and, that and, is so stupid. You know, and they're like, well, yeah, you can you can take it out and, and you know discuss it and bring it in front of the eyes of the public because these are things that need to. You know, be discussed or whatever. By the way, I bet the lady who said that freaking had vagina dentata. No but, kidding. Uh, that is, you know, that is so stupid. I, you know, I thought this was a great comedy. Yeah. Now, was it a dumb popcorn, you know, whatever movie like uh, Beyond Reanimator? No, I don't think it was. I don't think so either. I think it, I think it talked about a lot of, if you were watching, there were a lot of subject, subject matter. There's a lot of subject matter that could have been explored that wasn't. Uh, I mean, e- anything from how they, in the school books, they censored yeah. the diagram of the vagina. Right. You know, because it was, what, too lurid for the dude. But they're okay the, with the other one, the show on the package. Well, the slongs are weird looking, yeah. so that's, yeah. f- I mean, that's fine, but 
you know what but i mean this could have gone either way and it could have gotten you know and there were a lot of topics that were touched on for instance um when there there was a part when don goes into a class she's a little bit late and uh the teacher had been talking about evolution Mm-hmm. And about how rattlesnakes, you know, evolved into, they were just kind of talking about some theories about how they got that rattle, you know, because it's a protective device for them. And uh, she walks in, Don walks in, sits down, and the teacher basically says, well, too bad you missed all that because this topic was about you. In, in, the, in the film, she, I mean, in the class, she's just basically meaning that, uh, you know, you have to do with evolution because we're all animals and we're all whatever. But... You know, hitting clo- closer to home for her, you know, she has these scissor teeth in her <laughs> vagina. And, uh, you know, just all sorts of stuff they could have gone. But they they basically took this and just made a fun... To, well, I, I don't know. Was it fun to watch? I don't know if I could say it. I, it was fun to watch. But it, was, and, and, it was cringeworthy over and over. The reason why I like this movie so much, and it goes back to the things we talked about before on this podcast, the movies that are going to we're going to be talking about in 20 years are the ones that come up with new ideas right. and they go down different roads than what they've taken us before. Uh-huh. Let's look at the two movies that we've reviewed before. The Reanimator, you know, we've seen that type of thing before. Yeah, they did a good job making it into a story. You know, Days of Darkness, we've seen that shit all over the place. Well, and you, you got to realize that Beyond Reanimator was a sequel of a sequel. Of, That's right. But I, but Reanimator itself will be remembered right. for a long, long time because right. that was a great new... But I see where you're going. Yeah, so this one, like I said, you joke around about stuff like this happening, but no one's dared to make a full-length movie uh, right. with this topic and do it so very well. And that's why I think this movie is so good, because we will be talking about it in 20 years. And here's and here's another thing I was going to bring up. When I started watching this, I, I looked at the running time. I can't remember exactly what it is now, but it was a full feature-length film. Hour and a half. Yeah. It's hour and 35 or something. And I was thinking, how in the hell are they going to make a movie about vagina teeth <laughs> last a long time without being boring? Right. They did it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now the movie starts out, and, and it, this is—I started figuring out what was going on. Like it was a little disturbing. They used little kids in the swimming pool, and the you oh, know yeah. they're oh, yeah. asking oh, right. what's going on, what's going on, and the little kid said, uh, "You know, his parents go back and sit down," and and the kid good looks at his stepsister, and he goes, "So I showed you mine. Now show me yours." <laughs> and then the kid screams, and the parents go up, and he's got bloody, uh, finger, bloody finger. So so that's when I'm like, oh, now I know what this. I know it. what this is about. <laughs> I'm sad that they kind of went that. I'm sorry they went that way in the beginning. It was a little uncomfortable, but then they quickly go to where it's, where she's grown up, and now she's this great speaker in a chastity club. That is so which funny. is hilarious. It was, she, I mean, it was about as cheesy as you can get, oh, yeah. and you know, rally cry for the chaste, and yep. that uh, you know, which you know, it's fine if you if you believe that way. That is fine. Being that cheesy is hilarious. But so. they made it so funny, oh, yeah. like that they weren't even going to go watch movies that had the stuff in it and oh. keep yourself chased. Oh yeah, like we're going to that movie's rated PG thirteen. There might be a lot of making out in yeah. that movie. You know what? What did you notice that the rings that they had were uh, looked a lot like the Cadaver Lab bracelets, just yeah. a different size? Yeah. How about I that? That was pretty nice. I thought that was really good. <laughs> so as the those promise rings in this film were a promise to keep chased mm-hmm. the cadaver lab bracelets are a promise to take care of That's your junk right. but you know what i didn't notice that those guys did in the movie theater what? and that was the guys poke a hole in the bottom of the popcorn bucket <laughs> and stick their junk up in there 
to give their dates a surprise. I didn't see any of that going on, but <laughs> no, that's always a that's always a fun date idea. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, it's funny because it's funny how her character develops too. Because you go on this journey with her where she's in this chastity club, and she, but she's wondering what's going on. That she hasn't talked to anybody about what's down there. Right. She doesn't know she's different. Well, really, she, she, the, the, you got to realize something. Since she was in this chastity club, she had never experienced anything. That would bring her attention to it. There's no right. way that she would know that she had that until one of her until she goes out to a place where it's funny because uh, her boyfriend and her drive out to this place alone, and they're like, "Well, maybe we shouldn't get in the water because we might be tempted to, you know, blah blah yeah. blah." And then they go, and then they go to the cave. She's she's in this hidden cave, and she's got this uh, blanket around her, and uh, she's like, "Oh, the, the guy wants to get up," and she's like, "No, you stay there because." You know, it's too tempting if you yeah. got up here. And finally, basically, she was right because he forces himself on her. Well, that was a terrible mistake. Very and there bad was mistake. The, I uh, just felt like yelling, schlong down. <laughs> <laughs> we have a schlong down. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Well, he forces himself on her. Right. And then she kind of starts getting into it a little bit. Well, right. Kind of. No, 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 right. But there's a defense mechanism that her brain triggers or something triggers right. to the point where he's kind of getting it in there, getting it on, and all but, of a sudden... But the thing is, is she starts regretting it, you can tell, and then that defense mechanism comes in and snip. And he just the screams on this stuff. And this is where we're going to get into the asterisk stuff because the screams are horrific. The looks on Toby's face are horrific. And then when he comes out and they show... Where he's missing his junk. And you just see bloody balls. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was horrible. Oh, yeah. And then he just takes off, and she doesn't know what to do. She's in shock. She just takes off. Yeah, she, well, she she ends up doing that. Yeah, but she looks down, and she sees it no, laying no, no, there. No, no, no. She takes off. She goes home. She goes back looking for it. And she looks up for it, and there's a crab walking Which is, around on it. You know what? And I listen. It goes from bad to worse. And I, you know, I've got a point with that because not only is it horrific, and did I hurt every time the junk got cut off? Yeah. But they had to take it one step further, and and it gets eaten. There's crabs and bugs on it. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> over the top. You know what's a funny part too that I forgot uh, to mention is before any of this stuff starts going on, she's sitting on the couch, and uh, Chris, her, I think it's it's Brad. No, it's Brad. He's in. It's a step. Her stepbrother. He's in playing a video game, yeah. but you don't know that's what he's doing. You hear a little clicking noise uh-huh. as she's sitting on the couch. I thought that was her vag. <laughs> like there's click. She'd look up and look around. And I'm like that thing is actually clicking its teeth, like it's hungry. <laughs> but then you find out it's the gun and the. I, I wonder if they did that on purpose. But anyways, I yeah. thought that was funny. But from then on, after she uh, she gets Toby. I wondered where Toby was too, because like he didn't come talk to her or anything after that for the next couple of days. And we then we notice that he's dead. Find out that he drowned swimming back. Probably a pretty painful cramp, something going on down there that made him just uh, not yeah, be a able cramp to, in the leg. Not be what, able to he swim. Ate, he ate within uh, thirty minutes. Yeah, of that. that's what did it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure happened. that's what did it. Well, you know, and one thing that we completely skipped over when we were talking about what where this show could have gone is Don's home life is bad. Yeah, I mean her dad. Uh, actually, yeah, it's her dad and her stepmom. Uh, no, it's the other way around. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh, you're right. No, you're right. And her brother, she, uh, her stepbrother, they all live in this house. Her mom has failing health. Her dad, I, I, her dad's a, a, a normal. He's a nice guy. guy. Normal enough guy. Yeah. But uh, her brother is just a spawn from hell. He 
He, uh, I mean, you know, it's it's one thing to listen to death metal, which is fine. I mean, you know, everybody listens to death metal, right? I mean, um, so you have this, you know, you have this guy, and he's basically a nihilist, you know, and that's where it comes in. He doesn't care about anybody, including himself, um, you know, or any of his girlfriends. In fact, there's one time where he's in there, you know, doing his girlfriend, and his mom starts screaming for help, or the, his stepmom starts screaming for help, and the girl w- asked, you know, was like, what? You know, well, shouldn't we do something? He's like, no, we shouldn't. She does that all the time. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. You know, well, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't actually. We don't actually see that happening. We just find out later that that's what happened. But anyways, that's another way it could have gone dark. You know, and I, I don't mind dark movies, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe it's because I have a family. The darkness when it comes to that type of thing and uh, it is it's hard for me to take. Yeah, I, you, you know, know, people growing up in 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 bad situations. I mean, it is it is. Rough, and I don't like that to dwell on that right. part of it too. But man, that the funny stuff just overcomes it. Well, of that. and the thing is, they don't, they don't dwell on it. No. I mean, basically, they use that as a a plot point as to why the parents are out, right? You know, because the mom's hurt and the, and the father's in the hospital with her, which sets up a time when just the two kids are are uh, there, right. you know, alone. And, uh, you know, that's one of the biggest plot points of, of the whole film. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, this is, a, this is a, a movie about how she, you know, it caught her off guard that she, right. you know, what, her, her boyfriend, they caught her off guard as much as it caught him off guard. Right. You know, and how would it be to all of a sudden think, what in the hell is wrong with me? Uh, you know, there is something wrong with me. I got to figure out what it is. And so what she does is she goes to a gynecologist, which. Well, first, before that, okay. she ends up. Um, going to didn't she go talk with uh, that other guy? I thought that was before the gynecologist. It may have been. It was. She had this guy who was kind of a secret admirer, and uh, she goes and she confides in him. She confides in him that that, that she does some research after this Toby thing happens. She goes and does some research and finds out that there's this mythical thing that comes out every once in a while called vagina. Vagina dentata, right? And it talks about how a, a brave hero has to come and conquer well, because, the beast. Because as she was as she was reading on the internet, it's like you know this is brought up a lot of time in all sorts of different mythology from all around the world, mm-hmm. and it's usually symbolistic of some other kind of evil, and some great hero has to come and conquer the right. beast. So she confides in this guy. This guy gets her drunk on pills and sleeping pills and stuff. And so she gets relaxed, and he's like, "I'm going to be your hero." So she lets. Him. Did that happen before the gynecologist? Okay. I... Yeah. So nothing, nothing had happened or gone wrong. And then she comes, and then come to find out that uh, the next day she she gets into it. She loves it. She right. likes it. She's like, "Man, sex is great." She can't go talk to the. She goes to the chastity place and can't really. Are talk Are you about sure? It because because thinking what happens is is that she has sex with her boyfriend, chops it off. Goes and goes, and the next day she was supposed That's to go. That's right. To the, You're right. Said, you know what? Yesterday I could have. That's right. I could have talked to you about being pure. And That's blah, blah. right. And then I think she goes to the gynecologist yeah, and says, right. "But that scene with the gynecologist, that son of a bitch, that that guy's a slimy ass. Why? He was just doing his job. <laughs> he was doing his job. He took off his his uh, latex glove, squirted the KY jelly all over himself, in his hand sticks it up there. Yeah. Okay. One of the funniest scenes in the world she starts she starts i mean he you know he's i well i don't know exactly how those uh appointments go because i've I, been I, in those well i've never been into one of those where they're feeling for flexibility and whatever oh. but so apparently he stuck him in so far the teeth bite down 
And he's trying to yank him out of there. She's writhing around. Both of them are freaked out. He loses four fingers. Yeah, they start screaming back and forth, and then, but then after, fingers fly. After that is when she goes and confides okay. in the in the okay. other guy, you know, and he's talking to her, and he's thinking this is awesome. Yeah, that's when he's like, oh, you know, don't worry about it, baby. You know, whatever. She's like, I'm, I'm warning you. <laughs> you, you know, and he he she brings up the whole vagina dentata. Mm-hmm. So, yep. oh, by the way, one of the best. With the, the the best thing about the gynecologist film is when it gets stuck in there, he's trying to yank it out. He's yelling, Vagina Dentata! Vagina! <laughs> he knew exactly what it was. Oh my gosh, it's real! Well, and on that note, I am glad that uh, the stuff gets spit out after it gets bit. Because, man, if it just got chewed up and eaten, uh, that would really disturb me. <laughs> that, that is bad. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to elaborate because about 30 dirty jokes went into my mind. I'm going to stop. You know, cut that off right there. But uh, okay, so so he goes to the boy, or not the boyfriend, but this guy that she goes to confide in, and everything's fine. Yeah, you know they they have they engage in intercourse. That's right, and everything's fine because she thinks that first of all, this guy didn't force himself on her. She thinks, mm-hmm. and she you know she's completely comfortable with it. Everything's fine, and then right in the middle of when they're doing it the next morning, yeah. He, t- he gets a phone call while they're doing it. You know, he talks to his buddy. Yeah, she's right here, man. Blah, blah, blah. Come to find out that uh, she finds out that he made a bet, you know. And no sooner had he explained that to her than a snip. And the, that's the most horrific scene of them all. Right. Was that one. That was so graphic when they flashed down there yeah. a couple of times of the blood squirting out and just... The, the beans without the frank. I mean, it was so bad. Well, but the thing is, you got to realize, since he was uh, using a condom, it was good because it was already wrapped up and ready to take to the, uh, to oh the good gosh. old uh, doctor's wow. office. You know, yeah. just. It was unbelievable. It was, it was horrific. This movie was unbelievable. Yeah. It was shocking. Yep. But it wasn't shocking in like a cannibal holocaust kind of no. way. No. Yeah. Well, she starts to come to grip with this thing. She's, yeah. she's decided she understands it a little bit. And her mom ends up collapsing like we had talked about. Right. And so she ends up going to get revenge on her on her stepbrother. Well, here's the deal. The stepbrother has had feelings for her mm-hmm. his whole life. That's right. And he's become nihilistic because uh, for, you know for hundreds of reasons. But one of the reasons is that uh, he's pissed off that his dad married this woman because the, now he's in love with his stepsister. And he yeah. can't marry her because they're... <laughs> siblings well that's what he says anyway yeah well i i don't know how much we want to give away but this was the worst part of the movie yeah you know what we'll get spoiler yeah I, we gotta talk about yeah, we this do. do you would you would you go like ahead the honor? Nope, go are you ahead. sure yep go ahead are you sure because i'm gonna feel uncomfortable <laughs> no that's fine i'll look at the ceiling <laughs> okay. while you're talking about thank you i'm gonna i'm looking <laughs> you right in the eye how freaking uncomfortable is that shit <laughs> but uh okay so she wants revenge because she finds out <clears throat> that he could have helped her mom but didn't. That coupled with the fact that he treats all his girlfriends like shit, he treats her like shit, he treats his father like shit, and obviously does not care about anything. She goes in and seduces him. Why don't you take it from me? No, here? go ahead. <laughs> Are you sure? Please. Yeah, no, go please. ahead. Please. Go ahead. No. <laughs> Gosh. And uh, you're going to have to watch the movie for the rest of <laughs> I do not like this part. <laughs> I did not. I don't want to talk. I did. did it's. It, yeah, I'm already read and very embarrassed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you'll just have to go watch it because it is. Oh, but it is one of the most. Well, first of all, she. Let's just say she. She's empowered. Yeah, she she's, takes care yep, of business. That's right. There's a great scene 
where uh, the, the basically the shot is priceless. It basically sets in stone the fact that she is woman and she is going to kick ass if she needs to. And uh, and the noises when they clamp down are just... And then let's just say the, the last... The last scene involves a Prince Albert and a Rottweiler. And that's it. Yeah, well, then, except for when she hitches the ride, but yes. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, <laughs> sh- I forgot about it. That was the homework makes you ugly guy. <laughs> Who? Have you ever seen that poster where it's like the homework makes you ugly? And the, this old ugly oh, dude. Like, yeah. Actually, did that guy. Yeah, so she just leaves. Her, her, I don't, her mom's basically dead. Yeah. She killed her brother. You know, or I don't know if he ended up dying. No, or not, he but didn't he's, die, but... I don't know. So she just leaves. She takes off hitchhiking, and the weirdest ass dude picks her up and does the... And you just think it's over. Well, well, do you notice all the weird shit he did with his tongue? Yeah. He's just like some old grandpa guy, you know? Oh. <laughs> so uncomfortable. And, she, and just the look on her face when she figures out what she's going to do is she's trying to get out of the car. She looked hot. <laughs> no, that was... You know, it, this movie went from a little bit shocking with the kids in the tub right. or in the pool to more shocking and it just got you know until the very end i mean how horrible that last scene that there's this old dirty old man that's going to try and get it on with her uh-huh. and she's trying to get out of the car and and you know what ends up happening just by looks on people's faces it's oh. just I, th- wow. I i thought that uh, the acting was great mm-hmm. the dialogue was great it was a shocking you know, I, there were a lot of people that did not like this movie. I guess there were a lot of people that didn't like uh, didn't like Underworld, and I don't I don't really yeah. you know I don't know. Yeah. I liked that movie. I like this movie. Yeah, I like that a lot movie. of people thought that maybe maybe it was those who were looking for more of a you know when you go to Sundance or some of those shows you or uh, film festivals and whatnot you will you know you get all these really deep you know story the depressing stories you know which is fine which you know I think have a place but when it ended up not being something like that i think that they kind of panned it as you know this wasn't as deep as it could have been this wasn't as you know this wasn't as meaningful as it could have been i like this movie yeah you know i'm gonna give it a high buy and i i give this a red box yeah Mm -hmm. i give it a i give it a high buy only because i don't want this in my collection (laughs) Ooh, you know what? That is actually a... a that's good, the only reason that's I didn't a give good a buy. Point. In that's fact, I point. almost skipped buy and went to Bonesaw just because I'm like, I wouldn't put this... I wouldn't have this in my collection. I, well, I, I do have it in my collection, and I'll, I'll give it a buy with one caveat. Don't watch it with people who you might uh, feel uncomfortable with the subject matter. Yeah, or, no Like, kidding. I wouldn't watch this with my wife. No freaking way. Well, and I watched it. My wife was working with her back to the TV, and I had warned her. I'm like, listen, this is going to be bloody, so don't turn around. Warn me before you turn around so I can pause it or change the channel or something because you do not want to see. So she put headphones on, and I had my finger on the button to stop it like the whole time. That's what probably made it more exciting because I was was like, oh, my gosh, I, I don't want her to turn around and see it. So anyways, wow. I, I mean, I laughed out loud by myself. In the I middle laughed. of the night watching this. Yeah, it was, I laughed. It was wild. It was funny. There was one mammary count. Who's, she, oh, after, in the mirror. In the mirror. That right. Was it. Yeah. I forgot about that. I didn't think they were going to You know her. what's weird? Is I forgot about a mammary count because of all the schlongs down. Oh, my gosh. There were, there were a total of three schlongs down and four fingers down. Yeah. Oh, horrible. You know what's funny? You know how when you have those situations where like you start talking about something and then it happens? Yeah. Well, I, I ran into Don a restaurant you did not i, I did too i'm, wow, I'm okay. dead serious so she was chopping vegetables for the soup 
<laughs> she have her food handler's permit? <laughs> she, actually, a, she didn't, but her... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible, funny. horrible. <laughs> hey, I, I have a who else said that. Let's hear it. So there's actually three lines. Who, oh, we haven't had a you, who else said that. I know. It's good times. I will tear your soul apart. Yeah. I'm going to rip your throat out. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember the other one, but guess who said that? Uh, her vagina. The vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Uh, funny. Too stinking funny. So I have a couple of... Uh, what did I learn? Are okay. we done talking about it? No. All right. I don't know what else we could do without... I mean... I, I already feel dirty. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad this episode's behind us because, uh, yeah, I'm buying my junk a crown oh, for a week. Yeah. All right, uh, so don't date or marry a girl who grew up by smokestacks. I'm thinking that may have been what set her off. Yep. Uh, I knew there was a reason why people started that, chastity those were clubs. Nuclear, those were yeah, nuclear those were power nuclear. plants. Yeah, I've, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like the ones on The Simpsons. Yeah. I, I knew there was a reason why people started chastity clubs. So no. So if anyone no, ever the, does that, now we know why. Here's the deal: if you if you think a girl who's in a chastity club, if you if you're gonna try to take that as a challenge, and try to break, do not listen. This is good to know and knowledge to pass on because if you find a girl who is in a chastity club and she's willing to give up with chastity, or let's say you marry one, right. You just have to gently and nicely ask if you can take a flashlight to bed and check <laughs> it out. Listen, s- I'm not putting any member anywhere near that. <laughs> spelunking. Yes. Vaglunking is exactly what you need to be doing. Because I'll tell you that you do not want that happening. No. So so I would <sighs> I would highly recommend that. This was a difficult episode to get through, actually. I didn't think I didn't think I'd feel as is is awkward talking about all this stuff. As yeah, I it's gonna doing. be nice to get back to just the <laughs> horror, but not have to worry about the junk. I'll tell you what, you know, the it was it was fine because you know, I wish I, I'm gonna forget that I ever saw Days of Darkness. Yeah, but Beyond Reanimator, you know, that was a, that was a film, and yeah, I did have a schlong down, but uh, <laughs> it, you know, that wasn't like the main topic of the right. flick. Exactly, this one. Although it was it was my favorite out of the three, was it's it's fun to watch, hard to talk about. Well, and that's why that's exactly why I did the red box. I really struggled <laughs> yeah. with that because I liked it. I'd watch this again. I, I would I would watch it again with other people, and I would just watch their faces yeah. and just laugh at that as stuff's going on. <laughs> Sam not says, even telling Sam them says about that. Then looks over pretending he's watching. Face. That doesn't translate to podcast. Well, I did that. Yeah, I know, but I did that with Rec with my brother. I just watched him. Oh. Oh dear guns! Oh, oh shit! I wonder what he thinks of her. Yeah. So I'll just watch the cringe on people's faces. But. <laughs> so I have a six degrees. John Hensley played Brad, who was actually one of my favorite characters. Who, which one was Brad? I can't step brother. Oh, that guy! <laughs> that guy did a great job because he played this stupid ass looking dude, and that's not how he is in real. That's not even how he looks in real no, life. No, no. I, I, in other things, and I, I like the fact that he, you know, he really did like that stepsister. Yeah. I, you know, stuff went bad for him. Yeah. But like the guy comes up to the door and he punches him in the face because right. he was looking for. Her. Anyways, yeah. uh-huh. but he he was Brad. He was in Shutter with Rachel Taylor, who is hot. By Rachel? the way, I have not seen. She's that. the blonde in Transformers. Did you did you see Transformers? Oh, the, the Australian. Australian. Yeah, yeah, okay. hot. Uh, so she was in Transformers with John Turturro, who was in Secret Window with Johnny Depp, who was on Nightmare on Elm Street with Robert England, who was in 2001 Maniacs with Dan Hicks, who was in My Name is Bruce. Nice. Bruce Campbell. You know, way to, way to pull that off. Yeah, that was That's uh, great. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, that is the Love Your Junk show. That, that, was, uh, that was definitely an experience. Ugh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Well, uh, I want to go ahead and uh, put in a death scene here. By the way, this death scene was submitted by uh, a guy named Corey or Rotten138 on the forums. If you're not on the forums, go sign up. But unfortunately, right now, if you have a Gmail account, either email me directly and I will help you out or uh, use a different email address. But anyways, here's the death scene. You know, actually, he sent two in, and he was thinking both for this uh, this um, episode because they're both deaths on the toilet. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to save, you know, because the whole toilet ruptured testicle thing yeah. fits in. But I'm going to be lazy. We're going to use one for this episode, and we'll use one for next episode. Nice. So that that way we... Did you see that I changed my avatar? I did. I did on the forums. <laughs> you got that uh, toilet the saying, toilet feed me shit. <laughs> Everybody go up and visit cadaverlab.com. You can, there's a contact button there if you want to get a hold of us, or you can email us at feedback at cadaverlab.com or mike at cadaverlab.com or sam at cadaverlab.com. Uh, visit our forums. We're having a great time up there. It gets a little, it gets a little sketchy from time to time, but uh, I blame all the women on the boards for that. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just teasing. You heard all the great voicemails today. If you want to send one in, it's 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. Is there anything else you want to add before we quit? Love your junk, baby. Love your junk. All right. So from the Cadaver Lab, we will see you later. Later.